1: not too late for me to burn all my Eagle shit. Welcome to an IR edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host, Daniel Hartigan. You know what? You can just add a K to that IR because I'm irked. I'm irked this week. Shit's bad, okay? Oof. With us as always is Justin Herbert fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, how'd you enjoy week two? I loved it as usual. I mean, the guy just does it all it's fun to watch uh
2: of course i'm not talking about justin herbert but they did pull the fucking switcheroo on us that is just wrong that should be that is against the unwritten rules of football
1: i knew Uh, your butt was
3: gonna get tight this week i kind of i kind of called it
1: i kind of called it it it. tight but wearing a, a chargers hard hat washington football team fan jamel johnson jamel what crack stream did you find the your game on this week
3: uh, buff streams with a Z and then Buff streams with one S and then uh Buff streams with an unlaut and then Buff streams regular.
1: I'm just glad that you were able to watch. Thanks, buddy. And uh joining us today, friend of the program. I think this is one of the one of our guests we can call friend of the program. First three time guest in show history. We got Bill's fan Aaron Vale back in the house. Whoa. Aaron, are you oh, gonna name no. your firstborn child after Josh Allen or what?
0: Well, no, because my sister has named her puppy Josh Allen. Well, just Allen, but um, I feel like that'd be weird to name a kid after a pet, kind of like an Indiana Jones situation, but, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see, though. Anything can happen. If he keeps playing like he did on Sunday, then, you know, we'll we'll think about it. We'll consider it.
1: I wanted to say uh, where we last left you was uh, you were getting ready to watch a Bills playoff game, obviously that was uh, a torturous experience for you now you're back the bills are 2 and 0 how are you feeling about your team
0: you know i feel okay i will admit it's hard to not be negative even now at 2 and 0 and uh you know i did text dan this uh last week last sunday that i thought that the bills were going to lose Uh, to Miami because it's a classic Bills situation going up against Fitz. You know, we're favored by a million. That's a classic Bills loss, like classic Bills shitting the bed. And for a while, it did seem like they were going to do that because, you know, we're used to leaving it to the defense. Leaving it to the offense isn't really an option, but they did that. So it was kind of hard for me to get fully positive until the very end of the game when Joshy delivered. So I don't know. I'm still kind of struggling with being positive, and being excited about my team possibly being good because I know, at the heart of it, they're still the Bills and they can still break my heart. So that's how I'm feeling.
1: <laughs> I like that the Bills fan takeaways. They're still the Bills.
0: Yeah, that was kinda- I, mean, <laughs> I love them. Don't get me wrong, and they make me crazy. And I'm, I in my mind, I do believe they are going to go to the Super Bowl. But I also know that they're the Bills. So constant undercurrent.
1: We all know that Patrick Mahomes exists. Is what Danny's Patrick Mahomes exists.
0: Uh, Lamar Jackson exists. You know Gardner Minshew exists. There's just a lot of things (laughs) that can go wrong.
1: Um, All right, let's. Speaking of things going wrong, let's get into what we hated about watching football this week, Danny, as you as you do. You want to you want to kick us off. I do. And before I start
2: going into what I hated, I would just like to congratulate myself uh, because I sat through a game where Patrick Mahomes, the aforementioned best player on earth, had 60 yards passing at the half, an 11 point deficit in the fourth quarter against a rookie QB in his first ever start that he found out about five minutes before the game started and I sat through an overtime against a divisional rival who won the coin toss and could have put us in a one-and-three hole, if you think about it, after possibly losing to maybe the Ravens next week, the Pats the week after that. And yet, beside all that, I didn't call the Chiefs losers even once. That is the effect, (laughs) and Aaron, you'll learn this, if your boys do actually win the Super Bowl, your world changes. You stop thinking about... Things in those terms like oh, it's the bills, it's the chiefs, that shit is over. I believed they were going to win the whole time, which is a huge achievement for me. Uh, but that said, what I hated is any set of rules that could lead a kicker to have to make three straight game winning field goal. I mean that was that was fucking ridiculous because first before the kick even happened, there was the two minute warning. Not the regular two-minute warning, the two-minute warning of overtime. So that's dumb. We don't need a commercial break for that. <laughs> so we come back from an extra-long two-minute warning in overtime, and there's a good 53-yarder, but then a penalty. So we wait 10 minutes for the penalty to get sorted out, and that's a false start. So now it's reset to 58 yards. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm pretty nervous. Then there's another kick but they still get to ice the fucker somehow. You get to call a timeout after a penalty and a two-minute warning in overtime. Then finally, there's a third good 58-yard kick. And I believe the entire time, like I said, we were going to make all three of those fucking kicks. But fans should never, ever have to be put through that kind of bullshit. That is... In a pandemic, we should be encouraging people to watch the games and not lose any of these dudes we haven't already lost because we care about Black people. Speaking
3: of Black people, I'd say I am the opposite. Call all the fucking timeouts. I
2: would have called a fake timeout. Is there a penalty for calling a timeout you don't have in football? All these fucking procedural rules, you can just, I mean, it's just, you can do, you can really fuck with a kicker that way. It's, it's just, I don't understand why that's a let, let, we all want to see one kick. Who doesn't just want the suspense of whether or not it's going to go? We all know they're going to ice the guy. It happens every single time. It's a shock when they don't ice the kicker at the end of the game. Who fucking needs it?
1: Can
3: we play Sarah McLaughlin on this? Can we play Arms of the Angels? <laughs>
1: <laughs> just throughout the kicker abuse segment?
2: <clears throat> you just see like like uh, Tress Way in a little... Oh no, he's a fucking punter. Just right, Tucker. They go through stuff. Yeah, that'll work. Just Tucker <laughs> in a little cage, shivering. <laughs> <sighs> uh,
1: okay, we're moving on from this kicker thing. No one cares about kickers. Let's get into something we do care about, what Jamel hated about watching football this week. Damn
3: I agree, Dan. Uh, kickers should not have rights. Uh, what I hated about football, uh, aside from that, uh, was the other fantasy league. The, in, the, in the grander sense. I'm sick of hearing about the other league. We all got other leagues. I want to hear about the one where you hate everybody else in the league and it's keeping you up at night. Don't give me that other league shit. The other league is not real. You're doing that for fun. Those people in that other league are nice people. The people in the real league, you want dead. And let's discuss that. Are we your real league or are we your other league? Oh, no, you guys are the real league, and I hate all of your fucking guts. And if Middleman sends me another fucking trade, I'm going to kill
1: him. I think he sends these trades and then hopes that your finger slips to confirm. And then yeah. you accidentally. I might do
3: that on this show. Okay. <laughs> he wants Joshie Allen, beautiful boy, Joshie Allen. King. uh And, and uh, Hopkins, uh, DeAndre Hopkins from me for Robbie Anderson, TJ Hawkinson, Odell Beckham, and Deshaun Watson. Garbage. That's crap.
2: That's trash. That's That's
0: horrible. That's
3: crapola. And you're giving me these extra players that I can do nothing with?
1: I'm going to have
3: to drop two of these idiots.
0: No, thank you. I'm sorry, Jamal. Yeah, I
3: hope you're listening, Middleman. No. The answer is no.
1: Aaron, what did you hate about watching football this week? And does it have anything to do with technical difficulties?
0: Uh, it has everything to do with technical difficulties. What I hated about watching football this week was that I did not get to see Stefan Diggs' first touchdown as a Buffalo Bill. This is something that we have been waiting for four months since he was signed. He didn't score a touchdown last week. So, you know, we're waiting with bated breath. He gets a couple big throws. And then the power goes out in the CBS truck. We're all flying blind. Someone's Instagram living from the stadium in Miami, who's not even like a Bills reporter. There's no Bills reporters on the ground. It's all Miami people. We have no idea what's going on. My cousin's group chat is blowing up. Uh, And then, you know, finally it comes back and we see the highlight of it. And of course, it's perfect and beautiful. But we didn't get to see it live. We just had to see a replay and or the very funny stick figure drawing that the bills twitter put out. <laughs> so that sucked and I didn't know that like trucks could still lose power. Like why isn't there a generator? Why did it take so long for it to get back? And then later in the game there was a lightning delay. So it's just like, okay, so I guess we're just not going to see Josh go off today. And I mean eventually he did and it was fine, but it did seem like There was some sort of cosmic intervention that did not want us to see Josh's career day, Stephon Diggs' first touchdown as a bill. Uh, It was a pretty low point in 2020 for me, I will say. So that's what I hated about football this week.
1: Well, Aaron, I feel like your takeaway from from what you hated this week was kind of a, a theme of 2020, which is technical difficulties and is this new streaming world of, trying to, you know, get up to speed with technology demands when we're not maybe quite ready yet. I don't know why they weren't oh, ready.
0: absolutely. And I mean, game. this is the other thing, too. As we have dealt with it throughout this recording, my internet is terrible. And I watch the games via Sunday ticket the, through my roommate's Roku. So it's all internet-based. And it will just, like, load. It will just intermittently load And I will have no idea what's happening. And then I go to look at Twitter because I'm bored because my attention's not being held every second. And then I see something spoiled or I see something bad or like my I get texts from people about what just happened in the game and I missed it because I'm getting the spinny wheel on the screen. So technical difficulties all around on Sunday slash throughout this year for sure.
2: We just got to stop running as many apps. You know, if it's I guess that's what it is. You got just enough. I think I can
0: though. It's Sunday. Then there's football on. I'm not gonna not be looking at my phone the entire time. Also, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna be working at some point later in that day, so I'm gonna need to have my work laptop open. I have fantasy going on. I zoomed my cousins at halftime, and we did a celebratory shot. Like this stuff has to still happen. I don't want to sacrifice that just because you know my router can't handle it. Suck it up. We're all sucking it up. It's 2020.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's time to, it's gut checks all around. And that goes out to you as well, CBS All Access. I swear to God, I don't understand why I have to pay to even watch The Good Wife, but I will.
0: I gotta say, speaking of CBS, oh, sorry, I was going to say, speaking of CBS, I am kind of missing seeing young Sheldon on my screen every week. Seeing the young (laughs) Sheldon promos. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's no new fall TV. So we're not having to hear them (laughs) shill for young Sheldon. And I I miss him. I got to say, I miss him.
1: It was a more innocent time when young Sheldon was uh, being promoted every day. And And I like what you were saying too, Aaron, about people, Instagram, living from the stadium, trying to find one of those feeds through a random dolphins fan. Instagram account during the blackout has to be just a, just a rush to try and find a play. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, people were tweeting the link to that Instagram person. Bill's Twitter was all over it. Um, you know, as technology is terrible, it does connect us all and make those things available and easy to access. Although I'm surprised the NFL let an Instagram live happen from like within an NFL property because they're so intense about broadcast rights. So I don't know. We'll, we'll Did take you what we see can Any.
3: Aaron, did you see any sex work on accident when you had to follow Bill's Instagram?
0: <laughs> uh, no, luckily I, I did not.
1: Sick. I was thinking Dolphin's Instagram maybe would kind of delve into uh-huh. that stuff, but uh,
3: Dolphin's Instagram, yeah, they get down, but it's like an after-hours thing. Bill's Bill's Instagram stories, nasty.
0: The things well, that have like, happened inside the Bills' stadium during games are not safe for work. Exactly. And have happened outside the stadium at any time, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I've seen the videos afterwards, but not not in the moment.
2: I just watched a documentary about truck stop prostitutes called Lot Lizards, and it feels like Buffalo is a is a trucking hub. It's a place where I feel like a lot of trucks end up. So you know, maybe I mean, there's. You know,
0: it's close to, to the border of Canada. There's a lot of, you know, commerce, I guess, going through, if you want to put it that way. Just bringing
2: um, logs into the country.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in and out. Canada needs logs. We need logs. Who can say? Okay, so for my hate this week, I want you guys to close your eyes and take a trip back in time with me for a moment. The year is 1966. It was a time of palpable optimism, if you can imagine that sort of thing still existed. The space race was in full effect, and there was a belief that man could conquer the constraints of nature with ingenuity. And thus, unfortunately, AstroTurf was born. Fast forward to today, and we're still dealing with a problem that has plagued sports for 50 plus years and counting. Fucking turf. Why do we have it? The injuries in week two were insane and the overwhelming majority of them happened at on turf fields. What is so hard about grass to maintain? Lambeau Stadium does it. They're fucking play below freezing games every year. There's places in parts of the country where grass should be hard to maintain, but they still make it work. And then you have a fucking... I think 18 teams have real grass... And 14 teams have some sort of turf variant. And um, I don't understand. We have Nick Bosa, Malik Hooker, Solomon Thomas, Garoppolo, Mostert, Paris Campbell. Just to name a few of the players who went down. I didn't name Barkley because he went down on a grass field. Even though Chicago's grass field is notoriously terrible. Um, Anyhow, the the Niners played at MetLife Stadium. And they have to go back and play there again this weekend. And the players are terrified of it. Kyle Shanahan has a quote on it. And they had a funny tidbit where the Niners arranged for an MRI truck to come meet them at their hotel. Because they're not going back to where their regular hospital is. They're not making the the cross-country flight back and forth. And their MRI truck broke down on the way. So that's about as peak Super Bowl hangover as I've ever heard. And somehow... Carson Wentz escapes the day unscathed. Go figure. <laughs> go fucking figure. Sucks. He has to continue being your quarterback. I'm really sorry, Dan. You know what you don't have to hate? Betting on sports. The wait is finally over, and football is back. You might not be able to go to a game this year, but you can still get in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. Game spreads, totals, team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you the options to wager any place online. You can get it on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on win, division, and championship futures now. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sports book experts.
3: Really like how you drew that out at the end. Very strong
1: legato, like a tinge of uh, insanity thrown in there. Yeah, and I'm not saying that because I'm high right now. This week we we were talking about mascots and team logos, uh, team names, and just that when we were born, our teams already had names, color schemes, mascots, and based off of what's happening so far in your 2020 season, we wanted to kind of ask the question, what would you change your team mascot to or your team name if you had the choice? If you didn't just be born one day and you were the Chiefs or the Bills, what would you like your team name to be? Uh, Danny, do you have a, a team name a pitch for the yeah, Chiefs? Yeah,
2: I, I think uh, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do one of each because uh, th- these are pretty quick. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, great name, probably not going to have to change it. But I think if we did, we could go with the Kansas City undeserving fans because people are already bitching about this close game in L.A. like it's 2018 again. And then also we have the booing. Obviously, these people do not deserve the transcendent greatness of Patrick Mahomes. They're garbage. Go to any Kansas City Chief, especially like today, Tyron Matthew, they reposted him doing a vote, get out the vote thing. The comments in there would just, oh my God, it just, it would make a baby throw up just looking at them. It's These people are so dumb and so evil about how dumb they are and so dumb about how evil they are. And I just hate everything about these fans right now. Uh, The only cool Kansas City Chiefs fans... I'm going to say it are in Los Angeles and there's only two of us. Uh, So I guess you could do like a mascot with that. Like, you know, Larry, the walking inferiority complex. And he's like a 41 year old guy with thinning hair and makes about 42 grand a year with five kids. And he drinks a 12 pack a night. And his winter coat is like a few sizes too small. And his move is like yelling at everyone who's not doing the tomahawk chop and calling them politically correct uh also but also we do have a real mascot his name is casey wolf and i thought uh my wife had a great idea it was uh casey wolf blitzer and (laughs) he's just kind of really up to date on everything that's going on in the electoral college
0: (laughs) i love that that should be your halloween Uh, costume that's great
1: that is good all credit
0: to the wife
3: Casey Wolf Blitzer might win the work costume contest.
2: I'm not joining that fucking contest. That is not happening. We're doing a <laughs> zoom Halloween parade at work. Not Y'all want to win Zoom parade? I don't even want to be on that Zoom. I want I want to take the early day. Oh, uh, I'm
3: uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm dressing up as teenage Michael Jackson. Sure.
2: All right. If you're dressing up,
0: I guess i do am not I'm
1: not doing that. I'm not doing that. What would you rename the Buffalo Bills?
0: So when I got this prompt initially, it said based on the first two weeks of play. So my first answer is based off of that. And I would call us the Buffalo Head Butters. And that is because sweet baby dog Josh Allen keeps running head first at uh, defensive players on every team, flipping over himself, uh, going down really hard it it worries me every time i watch josh every time i watch josh do anything i like gasp and hold onto the couch and like lean back away from what's about to happen um but he really likes to just headbutt people and go head first into them uh with all the speed and force behind his giant floppy body and that's fine. And that's, you know, the energy that I think it brings, you know, he's not afraid to take a hit. Everyone likes to talk about that and how he you know, he's really physical and he likes to, you know, he can block. Um, so the headbutters, I would say. And then my other potential name is also just based on the past few seasons. And that is the Buffalo clappers. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched much of Sean McDermott on the sidelines, but he loves an emphatic clap. I mean, he really claps as hard as humanly possible. I bet his hands are like red after the game. So again, the same level of enthusiasm that I think Bill's fans bring, as I have said before, we're delusional, but we are very passionate. And I think that the clappers really encapsulates that. So those are my two uh, new names, the head butters and the clappers.
1: Just a big hand on the side of the helmet.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and the mascot is like a big hand that has like two eyes in the middle of the palm, and it's like really. But then like the the fingers have like little gloves on and stuff. I don't know. I think it probably could get really Isn't weird. Is that Hamburger Helper? <laughs> yep. You know what? Yep.
3: <laughs> you could get a crossover going.
0: Sponsored by it would be Hamburger that- Helper Stadium because the Bills currently do not have a name for their stadium. It's just Bills Stadium. So that would be our sponsor. That would be-
2: that would make me hungry every time they... Hamburger
0: Helper Stadium in Orchard Park.
2: <laughs>
3: Hamburger Helper? Very overrated.
0: I don't think I've ever actually had Hamburger Helper in my life.
1: You're missing nothing, Aaron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Uh, I believe it.
1: Jamal, you you have a blank slate. Your team doesn't even have a name. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What are you going to change your team's name to? Oh, who's mascot right.
2: right now? What is the mascot situation? Who do you the see? Mascot,
3: there's nothing. There's it's Ron, no Rivera. One. Yeah. It's Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. With an IV in his arm. <laughs> He's tired. That so yeah, that's the current mascot. Um, our old mascot, Chief Z, was just a drunk old black man with uh, a headdress on. And I really miss him and um it made me think of i got a couple options a white one and a black one we get, depending on what marketing gets approved uh one that might uh sell uh the washington lobbyist let's lean in Ayo. maybe if we make it you know what i'm saying maybe if we make it for the bros maybe they'll actually move the team back to the city uh i got some nice designs okay so they're just wearing like it's like blue checker uniform, blue checker helmet, blue pants, brown cleats. You feel me? <laughs> uh and uh the mascot would just be, you know, just like a, a two 62 guy who went to Dartmouth. Uh and uh the the fight song would just be like OAR or like, you know, Dave Matthews band if we win it. Uh, you could go either way with that. Or if you want to, if you really, if you want to go back, if you want to uh, show love to the hood, the DC Dippers. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Dippers, uh, but that's when you dip a cigarette in formaldehyde and you smoke it and then you lose your mind. Very popular in the eighties wow. in DC was a huge problem. Uh, so that would be an homage to the Reagan era. Uh <laughs> <laughs> And then they would just play butt naked. <laughs> Another name for being on PCP. Uh, so they're just nude wow. with helmets on, playing football. And you move the, the stadium to Benning Road. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunities over there with either one of those options. Do it for the dipper.
0: powerful. That's the unity that D.C. needs right now.
3: Thank you. Maybe they should just do both for like
1: half the season.
0: (laughs) Yeah, take turns. Um,
1: Mine is, is pretty simple. It's already kind of built in. But we're the Philly cheesesteaks. We're sloppy as fuck. We give you a heart attack every single week. And it's just not a real sandwich. It's like what a dumb guy thinks a sandwich is. You know, a deli owner would roll his eyes at you if you went to a good deli and ordered a fucking Philly cheesesteak. It's for drunk slobs that don't understand that there's better sandwiches out there. But for some reason, we have some allegiance to it because it's uniquely stupid and we can't help ourselves. I'm for sure getting a cheesesteak after this. This is slander. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one time in your life when the cheesesteak might come along and all the stars align and it tastes good, but you've only had one good cheesesteak.
2: Let's just remind the fans, as they are, that Dan is not repping Philadelphia. He is from fucking Riverside. This is the Riverside in you talking, disparaging your the sandwich that your whole team is based around, that the whole identity of a city is based on. Those people have every right to hate you and to maybe even try to come kill you. I can't wait till our one fan from Manny Young fucking threatens <laughs> your
1: life. I mean, that's fine. Seek me out. I will. I will tell you to your face that this is an inferior sandwich and that you're not living your life correctly, and you need to talk to somebody about it. What Aaron, I want to say thank you for joining the show and coming on. Let's uh, hey. wish you a happy Bills weekend and Bills season. Okay, let's go over our week three slate. We're already into week three. Thursday, 5.20 p.m., Dolphins at Jags. We're calling this a one-sentence game. We don't have to talk about this game because it's on a Thursday. There's nothing special about if there's one game on, we want Tua right now. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, my one sentence, uh,
3: Minshew mania meets manic mammals, marine mammals to be exact.
2: Uh, Look, my one sentence is, maybe I'm also high because Jamel came over Outside, socially distant, to give me some weed and a couple of weed blueberries, which I ate. But I like the oh. Jags. Whoa, Danny's on the Jags this week, not just this week, season long. I bet the Jags go nine and seven, flirt with the seven seed, which we now have.
1: I know we haven't really gotten into that seven seed yet, but if the Jags are going to flirt with it. Uh, they're gonna have to pay Minshew. I damn, we're getting into this game now. I'm not. I'm gonna nope. save this Jags Stop. take for later. Jamal, who do you like in this game?
3: Uh, I will also take the Jags. James Robinson,
1: yes, please. I'm going Fins. Finns up, baby. Okay, <laughs> Sunday 10 a.m. games. Uh, first game: Texans at Steelers. Man, this is a Nine-paragraph game. Nine-paragraph game. You can say so much about the Texans. They played probably the two best teams in the league in their first two weeks of the season, so it's really hard to gauge how bad they are or if they just drew the unluckiest start to a season ever. Playing the Steelers is no better. This is a great team, too. You have to play this awesome defense. Ben's getting into his groove. I don't know what to believe, man.
2: I was a little surprised at the Steelers not being able to finish the job against Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. Uh, And maybe that's more about the Broncos having some kind of heart. But uh, I don't think so because we ripped it out of them the last five seasons. I think it's just the Steelers being a little more soft than we give them credit for. Everybody was jizzing all over their defense and that they had Big Ben back and neither of those things really were that great. Uh, that said though, the Texans are hot trash. And the fact that they're playing good teams is completely covering that up. The team is just one guy with new receivers, at least two new guys on the team that he has to deal with. And they're just not getting it done because all of those guys are fast and can go deep. And that's about it. Nobody's there to run routes and catch the tough passes like D hop was. Uh, What a horrible mistake to trade him!
1: No doubt. And you're right, Danny, about the Steelers. They have played the Giants and the Jeff Driscoll Broncos. It's hard to... So they've played two of the worst teams. Texans have played two of the best teams. I do think the Steelers are a better team overall and are one of the best teams potentially in the league. I do. I am jizzing over their defense. I don't think that that's a fake thing. I think they're very good. Um, and I do like the Steelers in this game, but I think it's going to be very close. This is the Texans' season right here. You can't start 0-3 and expect to go to the playoffs. This is a kitchen sink game. They're going for everything.
2: But they're not going to the playoffs because they're not that good. Bad teams don't go to the playoffs. Teams that just have one guy who's good on them don't usually, even in an expanded playoffs, they still won't find a way in. Uh, So so my Steelers is Steelers. Uh, I'm going to take the Texans.
3: I'm going to take the Texans because I'm on a podcast where someone has to disagree with somebody. And while I think that the the Texas offense is a little lost and I guess I did get humped by Will Fuller, uh, early in the year, got out with a hamstring, came back zero catches, zero targets, you, you you really enjoy to see stuff like that. Maybe David Johnson isn't the the, the truth, but I don't care. Now that their season's over and they're 0-2 and, and everybody thinks they're dirt, you know, they'll pull one out of their ass.
2: Jamel, I would just say it's pretty early in the season to be breaking the fourth wall. We shouldn't be doing that until at
1: least... Oh, yeah, sorry. At least, uh, yeah. 11
2: or 12.
3: At least wild card talk, you're right. My bad.
1: Um, well, I'm glad that you brought that up because... You know we have been keeping uh, track of the overall records of with our picks, and we're going to try and do that throughout the season. And I know, like Jamel said, you know sometimes we're picking teams for, uh, for reasons that might defy logic, but right now, Danny's in the lead. He's uh, 25 and seven through two weeks. Uh, I'm in second place 21 and 11. Jamel's at 19 and 13. Uh, Jamel, let's see if we could get you below 500 in a couple weeks. No problem i love to ride the pine for you guys. Okay, uh, next game, Bengals at Eagles. Uh, This is a one-sentence game. I hope the robot crowd just continues to boo the shit out of Carson Wentz. I'm fed up. I don't even want to talk about these guys.
3: Um, I'm really proud of your honesty. The Eagles do look terrible. Comma. Will Joe Burrow throw the ball 98 times, question mark, sentence?
2: I hope so, because that is the only way this game isn't a one-sentence game. Uh, but it currently is, so there's no more to talk about. Go Burrow.
1: Who Who you guys got?
2: I'm going to still pick the Eagles. The, the Bengals have pieces, but they don't know how to win a game. I should not be trying to dig a grave for the Philadelphia Eagles right before I'm about to pick them, which I am doing right now. Joe Burrow's not there yet. but And really, I just did it to fuck with you, and that's not right. We shouldn't be stomping on each other. We should be lifting each other's spirits. The Eagles will win.
3: Plus, the Eagles still have one of the best DBs. Darius Slay is great. Yeah,
1: he's nuts, so he could definitely pick your man off a few times. Well, I'm picking the Bengals because I refuse to believe in anything the Eagles do the rest of the year. Uh I won't be picking the Eagles again until week 14 when they wrote me back in. Okay. Uh 49ers at Giants. Uh this is the Niners stayed in New Jersey uh throughout the week because they had to do a Jets Giants back to back, which is just kind of a nice free two wins for the season but you you are going to lose a few players on that field. Do you like the trade off?
3: Uh sure, I hope uh Kyle Shanahan starts a couple practice squad guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think when you take away the Niners best two best defensive players and their best running back and potentially their quarterback, then you have the Giants. <laughs> and uh What's unfortunate about that transaction is that the Giants also lost their best running back and maybe one of the best running backs in football. So what is below the Giants? That's where the Giants will be. Whatever is underneath the sewer.
3: The Jets. is they're, they're down there. They're down there like Ninja Turtles.
1: <laughs> hey, can you bring me a pizza? That team sucks, dude. Jelly bean Fucking- pizza. Okay. I'm taking the Niners, though, honestly, I I hate – this is a stay-away game. I hate this game. Both teams are – I think the Niners are ultimately going to have a losing record. Uh, but I don't think they lose this week, so I think I'm picking the Niners.
2: They still got a coach. I'm picking the Niners.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't got to disagree about everything. Niners. Ra- Raiders at Pats. Next game. Raider Nation, rise. Sin City, where are you at? Where's our Sin City listeners? Seven oh two, Al, you know you like my Stilo. Chucky coming in hot on Monday Night Football, making the ghost of Al Davis proud. I mean, that was a fun game. I want to know, before we get into the
2: actual, the, the great matchup that we have here, how long are the Raiders going to be able to go without adding some kind of Vegas element to their motif I'm not saying change the name I'm not even really saying change the color scheme I'm just saying what is Vegas going to do to put their stamp on this because right now it just feels like you put the Oakland and LA Raiders and plopped them down in another city and it's disorienting and I feel like you look at that Raider guy and you're like I mean I guess like you know the Treasure Island is a casino that they have maybe that's what it is You got to give him something. You got to give him a little fucking like a like a beer hat or, you know, maybe like a couple of aces in his eye in his eye patch or something. I mean, what the fuck?
3: Oh, yeah. Like Gambit. Uh, Yeah. That'd be tight. Uh, I mean, they should just call the stadium the house. The house always wins. That's a freebie. Uh, Put a couple slot machines in that bitch. Yeah, there should be like a slot machine where you win when you get three art
1: shells. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Like $2 million off that, yeah. On the other side, have got the Patriots. Cam Newton was incredible on Sunday night in Seattle. He made every play you could want him to make, um, except for obviously the last one, which I think – I don't even blame him for that play call. They'd already ran that thing like three or four times, and it was just a walk-in. I would have liked to see maybe an option with somebody trickling out just so he could throw it if he needed to. Otherwise, I mean, he's, that that play was unstoppable all night, and I'm having fun with Cam. It almost makes me not hate the Patriots.
2: Enjoy it while you can, because that guy's body cannot be enjoying it at all. I mean, it's he's got to be just throwing up chicklets and pieces of rib meat and shit out of every day after this, after these games happen, the shit that's coming out in the toilet, you know, he's, we're going to hear that story down the line of how brave he was being right now. Uh, He's just, he can't sustain this. And I think Bill Belichick is such a heartless Republican that he doesn't mind putting this guy through physical hell to get the last remaining squeezes of the lemon because he's a sick man. Belichick is sick. He doesn't care about black lives. And he's proving that every time he calls that play. I mean, yeah,
3: the flip was a lot, but Cam also did not miss a throw in that game. If I'm, if I'm Belichick, I'm like, if he survives, what am I going to do? Let him go you could probably sign him for like 10 mil for like two years. You'll win a championship.
2: One of those. That's that is the happy ending here that can really be achieved is that the Pats make a run to the fifth to seventh seed, get bounced in whatever the second round of the playoffs is by a way better team. And cam gets re-signed for a cool 10 million a year somewhere else. And then that team is the sucker and everybody wins. Yeah, sure. Hey, as
3: long as somebody signs
2: this man to a
3: lucrative
1: deal next year, I'm good with it. Go to the Jets. Welcome welcome to the Jets. I like this Raiders team, and I like the, the, the game plan that they had. I feel like they can move the ball, but I can't bet on Derek Carr on the road against Bill Belichick. I got to say Patriots in this game, and... Jamel, you were all over this last week. You were like, the Raiders are going to win a Super Bowl within these 10 years that John Gruden's there. Yeah. Uh, he's He's got him dancing to his beat.
3: They got a running back that's for real. They got a dude named Rugs down there. He's running around, you know what I'm saying? Making himself, he's like shocking himself. You know what I'm saying? Making his hair all frizzy. Uh, yeah. And Drew Brees. Look,
1: we'll talk we'll get about to Drew. that later. Yeah. Who yeah, yeah. are you liking this game, Jamel? Right.
3: This is tough. it's a road game, but there's no fans. yeah, it does help uh that does help uh no, you know what? I'm gonna go pats two. I mean, cam just looks too good, and I know that I know they want this one to they could have beat Seattle fuck
2: well, just uh we'll go ahead and complete the straight slot machine win three all three of us. Three Cherries, Picking the Pats, uh, this is clearly the Raiders, you know, they had a high from watching the Killers perform, and... That was... What?
1: The Killers <laughs> have a new album out, and they made them perform a 20-year-old song.
2: that didn't even. They said, I think you guys will really like this one here in Vegas, and it was just fucking Mr. Brightside. Like, what the fuck yeah, relevance that's, did that have? And that's
3: actually the reason why I'm picking the Pats. What the hell were they thinking?
2: Yeah, you can't invite those guys back, even though they're Vegas natives. And also, this is just your classic peaking too early situation for the Raiders. Fuck them, Pats.
1: (laughs) Okay, next game, Titans at Vikings. Two teams going completely different directions. The Vikings look like they might be a bottom tier team now. They just have nothing going on. Kirk Cousins is getting away with robbery with this contract. He was the worst quarterback by far on Sunday, and he's supposed to be one of the best. Many of the Titans who are 2-0, they're kind of scraping by, but this is kind of how they win. This is Titans football, as uh, Jamel has come to love. Titans, Titans football is the Army. Better yet, the Navy, Dan.
3: We're in that ass. And Ryan Tannehill looks great. And A.J. Brown
2: hasn't even played yet. Get the fuck out of my face. I think... uh, I almost took that. That was like such a beautifully long pregnant pause that I thought, oh, we're done. Okay, I guess I got to jump in here. But no, you were just setting up that moment. Uh, I do want to say that the Vikings...
3: Here, you go. OK, well, then, my final thought on the Vikings is if you drafted Adam Thielen in the first round of your fantasy draft, you are racist and you deserve everything that is happening to you.
2: He is really putting up some great fantasy numbers, but you know who isn't? The Vikings defense getting cut up by Jonathan Taylor and Philip Rivers, who I just shat on last week making me look like I don't know what I'm talking about, that he's washed and sucks. And that's a bad sign for the Vikings defense going forward. So I think they're going to lose to everybody who shows up in their building and uh, the Titans will roll.
3: You got the Titans there?
2: Hell yeah. I got the
1: Titans there. What are you crazy? You know what? I am crazy. I'm going Vikings this week in the Titans-Vikings matchup. All those Titans games have been close. The Vikings have some semblance of being a good organization. I hate everything about them. I hate their quarterback. I think their coach is a lame duck. But they're not going to go 0-16. This is a game they win. Home game? Not that it matters, but yes.
3: Minnesota's not letting people in. I know. Yeah, They don't get that horn. They don't get the skull chant. But you can still go to the Mall of America, though, right?
1: Overrated. Okay. Next up, we got the team traveling to Cleveland to play the Browns. Wow. Browns have a little extra rest from the Thursday game. Team coming off the loss. So these are two and one teams. This is kind of a nice crossroads for both their seasons. If the team can pull this off, you're still in first place of the NFC Least. Or the Browns kind of bounce back and they're going to, you know, get a little wind behind their sails and salvage their season not to trade OBJ and, you know, blow their whole shit up. Um, I don't know. Who, which. When, I know that Washington wasn't impressive in Arizona, but Arizona might be a juggernaut.
3: Arizona might be good. My problem with the way the skins look, because we look good in the second half. We settled down a little bit, and, I mean, Kyler Murray made some – pretty nice plays you know whatever that's here nor there but like um came around in the second half but like yo you have to that's just not gonna cut it you gotta be able to play the same way at the start of the game and they're just I don't know what it is they just have to be down and that worries me and this has the potential to be the most fun football game ever though a couple of real bad teams with uh, unreasonable hope and belief in themselves, and this could get comical.
2: I'm know. Like-
3: yeah, it's it's nothing like watching two teams uh, try to blow a game. You know, when you're watching a game and it's like the third quarter, it's like, damn, they are both giving it away. This is awesome.
2: It's gonna be fun. It's gonna. I'm looking forward to seeing all of the things that could go wrong or right with these two teams, because at any moment it seems like one of their units could be on, you know, the Washington defense could be on or the Browns offense could be on, or maybe it's the other way. Who the the fuck knows with these guys? Uh, I mean, I saw Terry McLaurin went off. So, you know, there's there's hope there. There's real shit there. But then conversely that Browns running game started to look really good. I got my butt fucked by Kareem Hunt on Thursday, and I knew it was over fantasy-wise uh, in our league, not my other league. So, real stakes. I do like the Browns in this one, though. I just, I you know I don't like to pick against the team. I took a loss last week betting on those guys. I was the only one who believed in you, and it didn't happen. But uh, I think the Browns kind of have a little juice from last week, and you guys, uh, you know, didn't look as good which might ruin the momentum.
3: JJ I mean, That's fair. Look, I'm, you know, I'm rocking with the team. Uh Haskins finds a way to put a drive together in the first quarter and we roll from there.
1: Look, man, I'm going team 2 and it's just because we know too many Browns fans. And when I see the Browns fans Clogging up the timeline, getting a little too full of themselves, pumping their chest out. We're back, baby. Baker's good. Beckham's good. I'm just like, you're You're the Browns, though. You're not I've, that good.
3: I felt a little good for Baker having a good game, though.
1: Because it's like, oh, everybody want
3: to make fun of the commercials. You wish you had a progressive ad. You fucking...
1: You You're on me. I don't dislike the guy. I think he's an okay quarterback, but I don't dislike him.
2: It was a decent season of hard knocks with a, a lot of uh, mild intrigue, but these sound like the kind of picks you make when your season game picks crown has no real stakes to it. So I'm, picking,
1: point, I'm, th- I'm shooting from the hip, man. These are real picks. There is no
3: yeah. I, su- no I support, I'll, I'll take my pick, even though you know we know we know there's a thousand ways the team could lose this game. Of oh, course, put a Just-
2: fucking steak dinner on it. Something. Mm. Always, way, we, we'll I'm deliver. not going to some
3: Michelin rated restaurant. I'm into that. See, I
1: we'll, figure you out it. It. we'll 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 put some stakes on on this uh season long overall record. Um may, might be dinner for everybody. We'll figure it out. But uh there will be stakes applied. Okay, next game we got Rams at Bills. Uh these are two two and oh teams. Uh Rams stayed out east as well because they played Philly, beat the living fuck out of the Eagles, and the Bills kind of squeaked by the Dolphins. Um, I'm curious to see what the Rams look like when they're not playing a team from the NFC East because they got the Cowboys and the Eagles. I think the NFC East is terrible all around. Um, Sean McVay's good; it's a good coach. I mean, they had a great game plan. I think Sean McDermott is also good. Josh Allen is kind of like kind of blossoming. He looks like he's coming into his own and he might be a real player. Jared Goff is still just average. Um, I don't know.
2: Getting it done. I like the Bill's defense. And when your offense is just completely reliant on Jared Goff and whatever running back replaces Todd Gurley this week, it just seems like you're, you know, you're on a shaky foundation that the bills will take advantage of. Uh, and I think the AFC is just generally better than the NFC. Am I wrong about that? It's just a it seems like a gut feeling that I have that the AFC, I don't have any numbers to back this up. I just No, nah, that feels I, fair.
1: I think the, the top the- teams in the AFC are the best and then there's a mi- middle to upper tier that's all NFC teams that are above average.
3: Well, it's all the it's the it's just the West.
1: Yeah, the NFC West are four good
3: teams. So it's when the you, West and the Packers,
2: and when and you then, get two like mediocre to good teams like the Rams and the Bills, like t- you know not top three but top you know eight. Yeah. yeah, you got those two teams going up against each other. I think advantage AFC always.
1: Uh, okay, I can see where you're coming from. for that, I'm with you there. I'm picking the Bills in this game um i like the way josh allen is playing i like the defense like you said i feel like a lot of these west coast teams drop one of these east coast visit games uh i wish it was last week but i feel like the rams are going to kind of have an off day and uh go bills go crazy bills fans
3: yeah yeah um somebody will go through a table in the parking lot um regardless of results so joe Pero yeah expect to expect a good energy Ooh, this is gonna be a very fun game to watch i know that much expecting
2: a shootout tyler higby looks good didn't he do something crazy in the preseason uh it was no it wasn't this preseason but he uh he had the cops called on him for a racial incident
1: nice great cool and then so, he yeah. has three touchdowns against philly
2: well, Dude, not defeated like, by
1: racism. Yeah, that's great.
2: Start feeling bad every time he propels your fantasy team to a win.
1: <laughs> you hear that, Haley Manrique? Uh, who you got in this game, Jamel? The Bills.
2: All
3: right. We all I say going.
1: Bills. It's whoa.
2: I, mm, yeah. Oh, that reminds me of a great product but I'll start from the beginning. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there's one thing you can control and that's shaving your bush, like you said. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do just that. The Manscaped Lawn Mower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. I know my body image is completely rested on how my bush looks. If it's not properly trimmed, it's like having an unmade bed in the room. The whole thing just feels dirty. So bandscaping, very important to me, you can get that done through the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. And when I'm talking about fellas down low, I think it's no secret that I'm talking about your testicles. Your male testicles. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower, whatever you like. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. So if you're getting these 2s and 3s and 4.0s all mixed up, just know you got a nail kit, you got a trimmer, your nuts are going to look fucking fantastic. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit and it features tempered stainless steel tools. It includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file to really get some hard work done on your cock and balls. And the Shears nail, nail kit also allows you to plug your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On your website, on the Manscaped website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver. An anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne specifically designed for your sack. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Hell, OBJ does even worse every day. He likes to smell human shit. This is just nuts. And it's nuts how great Manscaped.com website is. Go to Manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products today. And listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair on manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaping that front trunk. Dick and balls. Let's go. Hey, and you know what you need balls for, especially well trimmed balls? You need them to make sports bets. Mm. 100%. The wait is finally over. Football is back. And you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win, division, championship futures, and whether or not Joe Biden has a chance right now. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great
1: sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okay. Okay. Sunday 1 p.m. games. They're finally evening out kind of the 10 a.m. and the 1 p.m. games. They've been front-loading these things the first two weeks. And then in the afternoon, you only have a couple games going on. Now it's actually even. Let's get the Panthers at Chargers. This is a one-sentence game. Uh, I liked Herbie fully loaded. Let Justin Herbert start. Every rookie QB should just play right away. What are we waiting for? The world is ending. Let's see what he's got. The guy was good. Good. You were on it.
3: You were on it in the preseason and period.
2: My one sentence is: If Tyrod Taylor has another panic attack, Chargers win.
1: Otherwise, because the coach, because Anthony Lynn is still just like that's the starter. We don't care what Herbert did.
2: I mean, if Tyrod's back, you can pencil this one in. Actually, pen this fucker in what am i saying pen this shit in for the panthers but you without panthers McCaffrey, win? without christian McCaffrey, i think they're garbage so what i'm saying is i'm going for the chargers because i believe that herbert will start they're gonna just they're gonna try to scare tyrod they're gonna like they're gonna you know like when you cure someone's hiccups you just kind of wait behind a pillar or something scare them with like a goblin mask on you're not starting uh, Climate Jamal, change is who,
3: real. who do you like in this game I do like the I like the Chargers defense
1: they friend there. of the program uh, Melvin Ingram yeah he yeah. was a terror against the, the
3: Chiefs no, he's serious and has been for some time and he's a pretty good rapper
1: so Chargers across the board um
3: take the panthers in this game wow
1: the worst team in the
3: league it's because i'm playing i'm playing teddy bridgewater in my dc league i'm not going to say other league because they're my friends but i decided i'm not starting any white people it's going to be tough when young Hoku has a bye week but maybe i'll just not play a kicker
1: you know i skipped a game uh the last uh, early game was pa- Bears at Falcons, which is a one-sentence game. I said the the Falcons have let America down way too many times. We should abolish the team and they don't deserve to exist. Yeah, they they uh forgot the rules of the game
3: at the most uh important moment. Could have touched that ball at any point. Wow. Cursed organization. Whatever Arthur Blank did in a past life, it is coming back tenfold.
2: If the Bears win this game, we are in the wrong timeline. <laughs> Falcons.
1: I like so that. Falcons for Danny because he cannot stomach a 3 0 Bears team. Jamal, who do you like? Uh, I'm going to say Bears. I'm on the Bears as well. I just, I don't know. It's like the, the Falcons are the Eagles to me. How how can I have any faith in this team? They'll be up 25 points for sure in this game and they'll lose. Um, okay. Next, back to the afternoon games. Jets at Colts. This is a one-sentence game. And I'm going to say the sentence I always say for the Colts. Phil Rivers' MVP campaign starts now. Didn't start two weeks ago. It starts right now. Sure. I mean, they won last week. My one Winning sentence. is
3: important for the reward. Go ahead, Dan. My bad. My bad, Danny.
2: We're doing. We, we're we're overcoming the technology here. My one sentence is that the Colts are fucking lucky that the Jets are the worst team in the world. They're gonna look good for another week, and it's annoying.
1: The Jets are the worst team in the world, man. That is a bad football team. Holy shit. Okay, let's just not spend any time on them. We're Colts across the board there. Um, um, Cowboys um. at Seahawks.
2: No. <laughs> Don't um us. No, We're
3: no, on. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Don't you um on the Jets, Jamel?
2: am <laughs> well, just
3: Phil Rivers, Mike Mono next.
1: <laughs> Cowboys at Seahawks next. <sighs> that was one of the more the more painful Cowboy victories. They won on a knuckle puck. Dude, the alley cat strike. The red shell.
2: Hard to work eventually. We had to see, in, in 10,000 Madden games, I've never even had that happen. And yet, in real life, it took place. Because um, they won't let you take the ball off the tee in Madden. That's not even an option in the video game. I mean, it feels like if you just kind of dead-armed a football, if you were allowed to throw it, instead of kick it and you dead-armed it, you could have better results than using that old play, and yet it worked. There was some magic in the air, Frosty the Snowman-type shit with the Cowboys, who play on Christmas, so there's something to that. I'm not going to work it out, but there's something there.
1: (laughs) And all their fans will be in attendance. Yay! Good job, Jerry Jones. On the other side, Seahawks. These are the two... Possibly the two best offenses in the league. You know, I hate to say that about the Cowboys, but they seem to score at well in that second half. They just scored every drive, and they were turning the ball over in the first half. They might have scored on those drives too if they held on to them. And then you have surprisingly Seattle's defense. No one's given up more yards than them in the entire league. I don't know if that's because they're playing two good offenses or what, but and no one's given up as many points as Dallas, I, or they're like in the bottom five or whatever. So. This is a shootout on paper. Football's weird, and it might just be ten to seven, but uh obviously I'm going seahawks i'm not gonna I can't pick the cowboys That is a
2: an Achilles heel of yours that you can't pick the cowboys. I raked in the benefits from doing that last week, and you can't you can't be Homer. you know, I just picked the chargers. I'm willing to do that shit. you gotta <laughs> be willing to do that. Taking your picks seriously. And I think the Cowboys are better on defense than the Seahawks are. And that's going to be the difference because it's going to be a shootout. You're right. I mean, both offenses the Cowboys are Cowboys awesome.
1: defense is better?
2: Just by a hair this year. I mean, everybody, you're, there's just bias right now that's pro-Seattle. And we, we pumped it up, you know, to the 25 people who heard me say that Jamal Adams was going to be awesome, transform the Seahawks defense. I apologize for that bad take cuz it looks like they were just completely broken and people are able to just kind of sky it on them and they can't do anything about it. So maybe they'll fix it up later in the year and this will be where it starts, but I think right now the Cowboys looked awesome at the end. They're riding the high of that and the Seahawks, you know, they did win the game in the same fashion, but they didn't, you know, they were up most of that game. And I don't think they have that that same Feeling of like no one can stop us right now, you know we're on a roll that the Cowboys have. Give it to me, Cowboys. Two weeks in a row. Gross. I'm saying Seahawks
3: because I mean yeah, I think their defense is pretty bad, but, but Russell
1: Wilson exists.
3: Yeah. yeah, he threw five touchdowns, and they got a they had a goal line stop for the win. They stopped camp They stopped the unstoppable battering ram of a man. For the dub, you know who else has a battering ram in their backfield? The Cowboys. So maybe Seattle stops stops Zeke up, and the shootout
1: is won uh, in this way. Uh, Bucks Broncos. Uh, did you guys see Brett Favre in the stands at the Bucks game, just wearing a Tom Brady shirt? Do you think That's Tom Brady is following the Bucks around like some Grateful Dead groupie? He's just gonna go to every game.
2: All of these quarterbacks with horrible personalities hang out together. That's why they're friends. The quarterback club. They would never be caught dead at Lamar Jackson's party.
3: That's literally what Brett Favre's quarterback club is.
1: (laughs) It's just awkward. It's a clan clan meeting. It's a sauna
2: where they all show each other their dicks.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and Jeff Blake's there for some reason. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it's like
2: like, whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't want Jeff Blake in there. You do not want you don't want Nick Foles in there either, I guess. That's no, you don't. It. There you go. Yeah. I feel good about the Eagles. You guys have the there's big a, dick.
3: Yeah, there's a cuckolding element to the Brett Favre quarterback
1: love. I think he's just at the at the stadium for some pill deals. Where he's just like, these young these young dudes have the good shit. Oh, yeah, in
3: Tampa? Let's get it.
1: Get some pills
3: from the city girls?
1: (laughs) They're like, hey, do you want to come in the stadium and watch some of the game? And he's like, I guess. I I can take some right now. (laughs) Yeah, can I just throw out just
2: a quick Tom Brady theory that I have? I think that Tom Brady has an incredibly small penis, but Giselle has a tiny vagina. So Mm. I think their marriage is real, but... He has a small penis. He just found the right situation.
1: Okay, uh, I like the Bucks in this game. We like- all were just like, "Damn, I,
3: I wonder if that's possible." <laughs> Tiny pussies. Okay, yeah, they're real. They're just as real as big ones. Damn, you're right though. I, this whole time, I'm thinking there's just one like Kirkland signature pussy.
2: I think you ask any woman that, and they will be incredibly offended. Got it. <laughs> uh, I'm picking the Bucks. from Tiny Dick Tom Brady. Uh, luckily, he's better <laughs> than Big Dick Drick. Drisk. Driscoll. Yeah. And they lost Cortland Sutton. They got nothing. Jamal? Uh,
3: um, yeah, I guess I got a fucks with the Bucks uh is this ronald jones is his job gone
1: uh, it's uh falling through the cracks of his fingers for sure
2: leonard fournette broke right through it for a touchdown at the very end of the game
1: right okay lions at cardinals one sentence game i'm saying kyler for mvp you think it's possible if the cards win the west could it happen And my answer
3: to that is no, period.
2: I will then add to that period with another sentence in which I say yes, but only because they want to stagger it out. They don't really like giving the MVP to the same dude year after year, which they could. Kyler is a reasonable facsimile. so And he's great. I mean, honestly, I love the team. They're fun. They're going to win. too.
1: I okay, so we got uh, one card pick, and I'm with you, Danny. Like, the the MVP betters just get or voters just get bored. It's like in the NBA, like LeBron could win it every single year, and the dude barely scratches a vote. It's crazy. Um, Jamal, who do you like in this game?
3: Who the card's playing again? That was just, the Lions. Of the just yeah, that's what I thought you said. Damn. Ah, god damn it, I was hoping it was somebody else. I hate picking against the Lions. I never would have picked them in the first place if I knew this shit was real. But I but whatever. Uh yeah, I gotta take the cards here. I gotta take the cards here.
2: The Lions are done. The Lions are toast. I am going Detroit
1: Lions. Pat Pat- in this
2: game. Pat- Matt Patricia will eat that toast.
1: I'm going Detroit Lions in this game. I believe that it's a kitchen sink game. Arizona's a little bit too big for their britches. They're new. Uh, you know, they're kind of hot. I feel like they're going to drop an early one that they should have won. And I'm going to give this one to the Lions. Um, okay, Sunday night, we got Packers at Saints. Um, the Packers have opened the season with back to back 40 point efforts. Do you think they're for real? I think Aaron Jones
2: is, I don't know about Aaron Rodgers, but I think Aaron Rodgers can get it done. And honestly, I just, you know, I watched the whole game. I got, I got both dudes. I needed them for fantasy. So I really, that was my main, that was my number one 10 AM game that I was sticking to. And I didn't see as much as I needed to from Aaron to start him in the future over Kyler Murray, who I also have, I'm a genius at drafting quarterbacks. But uh, it did seem like Aaron Jones can take over a game and just murder everybody. So I think that's where the points are coming is just the fear of him. And then Aaron kind of does some old school Aaron shit every now and again. But the Saints are angry. So I I do think Drew Brees is in worse physical condition than Aaron Rodgers right now. But the Saints just have so many crazy ideas. And when they're in the dome, they just let loose. Taysom's going to do some shit. You might even see Jameis.
1: I was gonna ask, can we rank the current quarterbacks on the on the Saints roster? Cause I don't think Drew Brees is number one. It's gotta be Taysom. I'm, I'm serious, man. Yeah. No, I like Jameis, Taysom, Drew. But
2: Taysom. Drew, is you're crazy. He's I mean, he's he doesn't have a history of doing. It. I guess they've only let him throw 10 passes in his career, but they've all been touchdowns. They, yeah, they protect
3: that man. As they do, many whites. <laughs> it's Jameis Drew. Taysom's just Taysom's like some on some all world shit though. He's like the fucking dude, like, that, Red, like
1: the galloping ghost or some shit. He's like yeah. a dude from the fucking fifties, yeah. He was lining up at tight end. I saw him like in a three point stance on run blocking as a tight end. What the fuck is he doing there? He'll do it like, all, he's-
2: like. Jim Thorpe. He'll do a decathlon after the season's to <laughs> Tokyo.
1: All right. Danny and I like the Saints. Jamal, who are you on? Dude, go, go back. Go. Are you guys crazy? Yeah, you're Packers. And everybody's
3: like, oh, they didn't get Aaron and any help. Uh, Maybe they got him like a real running back for a change. Maybe that was the help that he needed was the threat of a run game.
1: All right. And then the game of the year. The Whopper, Monday night, Chiefs at Ravens. Woo! Danny, I heard you kind of mention you were worried about starting one and three, so I know you're worried about this game. Um, I don't know. Where's your head at coming into this Ravens game? I know you guys beat them the last few years, but this is going to be a great one.
2: Look, I when, I, when you use the word worried, I'm not worried because I don't worry anymore. A, we won the Super Bowl, so that's never going away. You can't take that away from me. It's a beautiful feeling. I'll never feel as sad or as childishly angry as I used to be. Uh, you before we the Super Bowl. Because you See never knew if it was ever going to happen. You, just, you had that lingering thought like any bad thing could happen to fuck us no matter how good we are because we just haven't won it yet. That monkey's gone. So during this game, I'm going to be like one third the amount of ass clenched that I've been or that Jamel may accuse me of being. During <laughs> the Chargers game, I was I, I could have shit pretty solidly through my asshole. So I was doing OK. I'll do OK during this game. I think we're going to take the loss, to be honest. I think we need this kind of shit. Last season, we had a couple of bad losses early, too. It just reorients things. And our defense did not look great against the Chargers. We got to do some shit to get back to where we were around the Super Bowl. And this is going to be one of those games that does it. And I think the Pats game might be, too. We could start two and two, and I still think we'll win the Super Bowl.
3: Uh, tough game to call. It seems as though the Ravens' secondary means business Marcus in Peter. general. awesome. Yeah. And when you're playing a team that likes to throw it around the yard, you know, who, who wins?
2: There is one factor here because it is hard to pick against the Chiefs. You know, I used to do it just like as easy as it was breathing. But now that we have the wildfires, it's hard to breathe and it's easy to pick the Chiefs to win. So one factor that I have is that Patrick Mahomes does not seem to want to let this team lose, no matter what the circumstances. I mean, he's just that throw to Tyreek Hill. I the one thing that I kept thinking about in the beginning of this season was how awesome it's going to be to put together another Mahomes TD pass highlight reel at the end of another. It's just, it's, in, it's a treat to watch the different ways that this guy is awesome. Every highlight is something no other quarterback can do. And that fucking, and then he just, he, he throws a 20-yard run on third and 20 at you just to have a great time. Uh, that 58-yard throw of Tyreek, like that's just, put that in the pantheon. Of unreal shit that this guy is capable of. So, you know, as much as I want the W in our pick 'em, I'm, I actually am worried we might, the Chiefs might be too damn good to let it happen.
3: Yeah, I know, man. Shit. These teams are like, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm, I'd pick the Chiefs still. The, the, these games have, I, I like uh, I just think the Chiefs are built for a a, a shootout a little better. I mean Lamar's really good,
1: but he'll make a mistake down the stretch.
3: And he hasn't Mahomes has mistaken
1: a long time except for against the Titans. Uh I'm going Chiefs as well because I'm just terrified of of uh picking against Patrick Mahomes, but I mean Danny's not wrong. He knows that team better than anybody and it might actually be the best thing for them to just kind of drop an early one. Against another amazing team to kind of refocus everybody and show them that they're actually mortal and losing is a possibility. You know, you go sixteen and zero, and you start to kind of like the smell of your own shit a little bit too much.
2: But we do have the Ravens' number. You guys are really starting to talk me into. <laughs> oh I'm going to
1: stay. It's,
3: it's just it's such a hard game to pick, dude. It's just, it is. I, I'm I'm excited to. I hate that I like watching football so much. <laughs>
1: You've got mail. Okay, let's, uh, let's get into the mailbag this week. Uh, thank you, as always, for continuing to flood our mailbox, single-handedly keeping the United States Postal Service alive, are the fans of Sorry We Love Football. Uh, let's, let's read a, a piece of mail. We're going to get to as many as we can, aka one each, but we're getting to your shit. Just keep sending them. We'll read it yeah, eventually. Yeah. Jamal, do, do you have a letter this week?
3: I do. Uh this one looks like it's international. It's kind of that um stripey letter, you know, that barber pole looking envelope. Um, up, from Cannes, from Cannes, France. Uh it says, uh bonjour uh gentlemen. Uh I this is Yves Stank Laurent. Fashion icon Eve Stank Laurent writing in, and I do know a thing or two about fashion, and I also know about fads. Sometimes the thing that's fashionable doesn't really have staying power. And my question to you gentlemen, by the way, huge fan of the show, all the way from France, which 2-0 and team is not making the playoffs?
1: Chicago oh, Bears.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's just, come on, Eve. <laughs> I, I mean, we all enjoy a good question in a letter, but you got to come a little harder. It's the <laughs> clearly the Bears. I just can't. Didn't we all yeah. pick against them this week? Uh, No, you
1: picked the Falcons. I think I, Danny. Yeah. I picked the Bears. I picked the Bears, Danny. Which pick, is I,
3: wrong. I mean, I'm, I want the Falcons to win more than anything, but they're
1: just broken. I think. They, they can't win a football game. They're broken, man. They can nine win fifty nine minutes. minutes of a football game. I will. I will turn the tables on Eve
2: Stankleront and give you my zero two team that will make the playoffs, and that is the Atlanta Falcons, who are going to make the playoffs with the seven seed.
3: Mm. I like it. I mean, yeah, Saints got chinks in the armor. Uh, what about the what's the Jags record right now? One, one and one. one. Okay, never. No, I thought they snuck that first one out. team that's not going to make it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't think of anybody stupider than the Bears. Yeah. Cardinals are an option? No. Yeah. Nah. Seahawks are an option? Well. You got Bears, Bills, Rams, Titans. I think the
3: real candidates are the Cardinals and the Bears. Just because the Cardinals are, you know, they got to deal with a uh, couple of other good teams in the division. It's true.
1: Uh, okay, I'm going to reach for one right here. It says, this is a letter from Mark Davis. Uh, he hasn't written in in a little while, but he's the owner of the Raiders. He writes, Did you feel the autumn winds blowing through Allegiant Stadium on Monday night? Did you see Mother on television lighting the torch? to inaugurate the new stadium. Father begged me to put him closer to the window so he could see the spectacle. He loved every moment of it. But I fear I'm becoming confused again. Every time the Raiders start winning, people seem to die around me. I mean, the Saints deserve to lose, right? They all deserve to lose. Everybody who comes into a Lagrant Stadium (laughs) deserves to die. Uh, Sign Mark Davis. I think he's... He's slowly losing his mind again, and uh, Al is bossing him around. Sure, he moved the corpse to Vegas.
3: I mean, that's why he looks like that. He's clearly he is Al Davis reincarnated in a man's body that they killed together like years ago. You know what I mean?
2: Like that's Uh, not how a person (laughs) looks. (laughs) That's true. He looks like he is a Chucky doll made out
1: of real human skin. He does. Uh, Danny, you got a letter?
2: Yeah, let me toss this one in from the back of the bag. Hey, fellas. Big, big fan. This is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Don't worry. I'm writing this before I died. This is an addendum to my dying wish, which was to not let the Supreme Court pick be chosen until after the election. And that is huge for me, but it's not all I want. I also ask that the Supreme Court... Rule in favor of the Sorry We Love Football Boys against Dan Hardigan, who brought a suit against them trying to invalidate their pick of Washington football team over the Eagles in week one. He claims that they never actually picked a winner for the game, but both Jamel and Danny clearly expressed their doubts in the Eagles, and that should constitute a pick, in my view. Mr. Hardigan is allowing his frustration towards the Eagles season to cloud a fair decision making process. And that could have serious repercussions going forward. Anyway, those are my final two wishes and fuck Donald Trump.
3: Man, you know, I would say I didn't, I would say that the pick issue, the week one pick issue wasn't big enough to invoke Ruth Bader
2: Ginsburg's name. But if she wrote in, she wrote that in herself. I can't choose what letters we get and who's writing and (laughs) if they're alive or dead. (sighs) (laughs) and if they if are reading their letter out loud dishonors their memory hey look nah they she wrote in that's not only
3: i just that's that man and she also might be right in my personal opinion on the matter is uh just throw me a freaking bone here have you seen austin powers let me live
1: i encourage the listeners of this show to go back to the episode called gossip guys it's around the 45 minute mark somewhere around there Maybe give or take a few minutes. Listen to this segment on the Washington football team and the Eagles. Um, I think you will find that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, as uh, honorable as she may have been, wow. rest in peace, is way off on this matter. Pissing will, on
2: her memory.
1: And that you will all be on my side and understand that everybody thought the football team would perhaps be the worst team in the league. There was nothing going for them nobody picked them uh it's it's a it's a fun matter maybe it'll matter down the road after week 16 when somebody wins by one point and we can really argue about it right now it's just kind of a fun storyline
2: well by then we'll have fucking amy coney barrett
1: oh jesus she's
2: gonna just tell us to find god
1: yeah football picks will be illegal at that point
2: jesus
1: dancing oh boy oh boy uh, Danny, do you have any final thoughts uh, for the program this week, other than a doomsday uh, Republican-based Supreme Court?
2: I mean, even Lindsey Graham was like, we should chill. For sure. I mean, look, I I think our final thought has to be outside of the realm of what is easily going to be uh, uh, the inciting incident for a civil war. Um, to I'll ju- we'll digress from that to say – my final thought is we need to decide the stakes of this pick league this year because we need to pick, we need to decide the stakes this week because each week that we make picks I'm going to get less and less when I win because it's obvious that I'm winning and this week we didn't really make that many picks that were divergent from each other. Oh so yes, we
1: did. Well,
2: yet, yet another week can go by where you guys are down in the standings, and I am going to get less of a reward. I want us. I want us to decide if it's you know a big steak dinner because I'm not settling for fucking Arby's, which is what I would end wow. up with if you guys just gave me no. a ten I mean- dollar. Yeah, right. I would, first
3: off, would never suggest Arby's. I would never wish that on my worst enemy. I'll I know. Th- I, well, okay. Good to know you'd still eat it. But no, it's it's not Arby's. It's not a steak. But it's not something stupid either. It should be cool. We're cool.
2: We are cool.
3: What if it's, what if the other two dudes got to buy the guy who wins a team authorized weed smoking device. That's good. Like if if you win the picks, you get a
1: chiefs bonk. I was thinking maybe an official Jersey with a, you know, 2020 uh, champion on the back. Something like that. I got
2: it. I'll tell you what's both cool and perfect. The losers of this Pick'em League have to bankroll the winner getting NFL Sunday ticket next season.
3: What? That's all right. Cr- fine. That's, I mean, that's I'm trying to, that's crazy. That's t- This is dude, nuts on the table. That's like, damn, dude, that might be more than I pay for rent. Cause.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh I mean, that I think I'm trying to split it with you now. Loki, what's up? They, they've got it fully locked down. You can only one device at a time. Jesus Christ. It's capitalism.
3: And we'll think about
1: many- that. We'll come to a conclusion next week, but that is a great <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: discussion.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Um, my final thought this week. Did you guys see Mike Evans in the post-game conference? Uh, He was wearing a black T-shirt with large white letters that read, I love my wife on the shirt. It's a nice shirt. But if you look closer, there was tiny text in between some of the words. And it it actually said, I love it when my wife lets me play video games. Uh, Mike Evans, you're a legend. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> great. Dudes, dudes
3: don't even want to fuck. We just want to play fucking League of Legends. This guy took oh, an
1: opportunity to use his post game conference to basically make an argument with his wife.
2: That's that's my best Gronk story. Actually, is when <laughs> Gronk told us that we were we were talking about how we would get hired to go to bachelor parties in Vegas, and then he was you know we were basically like, so what happens after? Do you just party all night and just fuck everybody? And then he's like. No, man, I just, I don't even care about that. I just want to go back to my hotel room and make a fort with my brothers.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Ah, The dude is literally a fucking St. Bernard of a dude.
1: Jamel, final thoughts this week?
3: Uh, My final thoughts are we are recording this on the, uh, registration day. Is this the deadline to register?
2: It's just the national awareness of being registered.
3: Yeah, this is National Awareness Day. Uh, Please register to vote if you haven't. Uh, If you think your vote doesn't matter, um, that's fine. Uh, That's a dumb thing to think. Because you should do it. And, And for no other reason than letting me know where you trash idiots live. I need to know where more unreasonable vile individuals live so get out there and vote if you love football and yeah you, you hate the people kneeling get out there and vote and then i get to see the stats on that and then you will never see me or i'm coming to kick your ass it's one or the other
1: and he's not going to say he's sorry but we're sorry for doing sorry so sorry